Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You know, Kunal, you know what I've noticed about Formula One? We were destined to be in Formula One. Because your birthday marks the end of the season and my birthday marks the beginning of the season. And that gives me an opportunity before he opens his mouth to wish him a very happy belated birthday. You're on Inside Line F1 Podcast. Thanks, Rashid. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. That is Kunal Shah, only 64 years of age now. <laughs> <laughs> Still eligible to be Bernie Ecclestone's successor then. Or his daughter's husband to be. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take that one for the team. My name is Rishi Kapoor. Kunal is just... celebrated his birthday and, and and in what style one of our common friends has actually come up with a cake where he's sitting on a formula 1 car of course his face is morphed uh but still damn it it should have actually been a formula 1 car is she you wouldn't have cut it any time <laughs> that's the problem you know but yes welcome to inside line f1 podcast it's only one week into the lull and we're already feeling the sink and we're wishing formula 1 just a week rishi but do you know mm-hmm. that we we are actually where we were this time last monday there are still a half a dozen seats left ah oh, yes okay there is still ross brown who is looking for a team to go to as well mercedes finally confirmed his exit late last week okay you know it's only a matter of time before lotus and, and it it might happen while we're speaking that lotus gives out the official statement of past to joining them but yes malden order is a part of them and they're getting a lot of money to so suddenly eric bullier is like oh i got my salary this month <laughs> Yes, yeah, so there is Maldonado still in contention. Uh-huh. There is Hulkenberg who is yet awaiting to confirm his seat as well. Uh-huh. So technically, we we are weak into the off season and we are still where we were. Yes, half a dozen seats yet to be filled. Half a dozen absolutely mentioned by Kunal Kunal. Actually, I, I put it out on Twitter for somebody to count the number of absolutely you've done this. Some someone who's come with an answer. Absolute <laughs> has to sponsor us now. <laughs> oh, I think we must go to antiquity. And why is that, Rishi? Generally, anybody who pays us is, is <laughs> we don't quit on Formula One. <laughs> Andy, okay, okay, enough branding done for free. Next time we'll be charging if you're listening. <laughs> But uh, you know, Braun going away from Mercedes. This is a perfect pedestal move for him to come back with Honda and McLaren. Yes, there's a very good chance for him to go back. even to a ferrari for that matter rishi okay and somewhere i i think it's i know we mentioned it last week itself but ross brown leaving uh, mercedes speaks volumes of how they probably treated him uh-huh. okay and he ultimately wants to be the final reference point and i have a feeling that, that he feels he's moved on from there so i'd love to see the new challenge that he's going to end up taking for 14 or even later and every time he he's been with a ferrari slash honda he's been successful so everything in the recipe everything in the making could go right along with who sits on the wall next to ross brown are some engineers one of the engineers could have a change in job elaborate so jevi puloyar who's actually been with williams all these years is now moving to toro rosso uh-huh. but yeah you'll wonder why am i suddenly giving you all these fancy names uh-huh. so that actually clears the way for rob smedley to join felipe massa in williams next season and just to correct you toro rosso is not a fancy name <laughs> the the engineer's name is it took me 3 minutes to get it right you know that <laughs> that's why i, I, I called it pullover <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, quantum deal yet to be finalized. Lotus still waiting for the checks. If quantum finalizes, there's Nico Hulkenberg. You don't know what's happening, but the rumor still says that Zahra Force India F1 is going to have an all new lineup next year. Could be Nico plus Perez. The like I said, Rishi, at the start of the podcast, you know there are so many seats available uh-huh. that one is currently unable to pinpoint which driver is going to head where, and uh-huh. there are lots of talented drivers available out there as well. Lots of talented drivers with lots of new nomenclature. Why I bring the point up is suddenly it's been discussed two things this week in Formula One: a mandatory two pit stops, which we'll come to later, but b permanent numbers for drivers, which means marketing gimmicks. Absolutely, and I. I so believe that it's a move in the right direction uh-huh. because see, ultimately, Formula One lacks genuine brands out there. Uh-huh. And by brands, what do I mean? Is barring a Ferrari and a McLaren and now a Red Bull uh-huh. and a Vettel and an Alonso and maybe a Hamilton. Uh-huh. Okay, they they seriously lack far more exciting brands being a part of it. So when suddenly you have a good driver associated with a number throughout his career in you know in Formula One or motorsport for that matter, uh-huh. you are somewhere helping him create his own brand identity. I would want to believe in the logic going in the direction of if if I love Sachin Tendulkar, I will buy a number ten jersey just because I like Sachin. So yes, I do understand where this is going, but there's going to be a fight for numbers. I I tweeted about this and you retweeted it, saying yes, there are a lot of takers for number two. There's Weber, there's Massa, <laughs> but uh, I love I love Barrichello's t-shirt, which is clear number two. <laughs> so Rishi, why don't why don't I why don't I ask you your views? Uh-huh. Okay, since you are very Curious to know who's going to get which number. Uh-huh. What number do you think a Sebastian Vettel deserves? But right now he's number one. He's got to get the number. He's earned it. Well, he's earned it. But I, I tend to disagree with you because in my mind, and you have to agree with this as well. Michael Schumacher is always going to be the number one driver. Given he's the okay. god. So you got to still figure out what number are you going to then assign to Sebastian Vettel. You know, Seb has achieved probably half what Michael has got, and he's almost getting there. So we'll give him half as the number. <laughs> There's one somewhere, but with a stroke and a two below it. Okay, throw the names. I'm going to give you the numbers. Okay, now. so the next driver, in my view, uh-huh. uh, or I'd like to know about, yes. is Fernando Alonso. Fernando's T-shirt says trying to be number one for the last four years. <laughs> so then, moving on, what number do you think a Lewis Hamilton should be? Lewis Hamilton's car is going to say mostly number one, except when Rosberg beats me. Okay, uh, Jensen Button. Jensen Button says one with a stubble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then this is this is a really interesting one, Rishi. Let's see what you come up with. What do you think about Pastor Maldonado? There'll be a one with a dollar sign next to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I got a better one. Yeah. He won't have a number. Why? He'll have a hashtag. Uh-huh. You know the hash that we use, which is shift and three usually on keyboards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's always crashing into things. So you know a hashtag rep- represents crossroads everywhere you go, just banging into things there. You mean itself. a crash tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen What number do you think Kimi Raikkonen Kimi's car is not going to have a number It's going to have an ice cream stick instead <laughs> <laughs> The Magnum ice cream stick Okay If I was to still give Kimi a number Rishi Yes Okay The number that his t-shirt would have Would be the radio frequency number And if Kimi had to become an RJ I would lose my job <laughs> I mean he's just so good on radio No matter what radio it is How clear it is The 2014 approaches And there was just recently An award function And Vettel said 
you know, I'm not so sure. I hope, you know, racing doesn't lose the charm. And he started with V10s and he doesn't know what the V6 is going to get to the table. And it is a big question. He What, what he said was extremely interesting, Rishi. You know, and I'm just going to repeat it for the benefit of our listeners. That He said the 2014 rules mustn't come at the cost of the thrill factor. Huh. Okay. And he's very nicely explained where his first ever Formula 1 test was in a V10 engine. Was with, I think, with BMW back then. Yes, yes BMW okay. Williams. And, uh, you know, how after that immediately when he... When he made his debut, he drove the V8s and he suddenly felt the difference. Uh-huh. And now he's not too sure of what the V6s are going to be like, though he knows he's losing out on revs. Okay, so it's suddenly going from you know really badass engines to now cute looking, cute sounding, small little engines in Formula One. You know, it's rumored that a few engines, the, the new V6s might fit in ladies' handbags. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Arishi? Uh, talking of engines, uh-huh. and I know we have to speak about the Formula E engines in the next segment, uh-huh. but. I really want to see a Formula Formula car now with a jet pack behind it. <laughs> That's how fast they're going to go in the future. Formula E and you bring it up and there has been a test with Formula E. They only use 25% of the power. But it just sounds very funny. It's it's the way to go. I understand it's the future but it's just... Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't really been interested in Formula E till such time Mahindra Racing announced their purchasing of the Indian franchise. Okay. Uh-huh. But yes, like you said, it is the future of motorsport. It's electric machines. It's environmental friendly, zero emissions, etc. But somewhere, you know, when I heard the engine sound, and if you know, we ran a bit of a poll on our Facebook page last week as well. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people came back saying it's a very high-pitched sound. And, you know, it's not a sound which really resonates. It's not sounding as ferocious. In fact, fact, uh, David Sonicher, a gentleman who runs a lot of motorsport uh, events, uh, on the Asian region mm-hmm. turned around and said that he would really not want to see onboard footage given the kind of sounds that those engines are emitting. But having said all of that, yes, it's picking potential, it's picking up momentum and it's going to be the way to go. The and way- we have an Indian team. Yay! Kudos, kudos to the people who have the bucks to buy it. Kudos to people who talk about it and that is going to be Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor. We're going to be talking about lots more than just Formula 1. We're going to be having a tentative driver list for 2014. I am hoping by the next podcast. Absolutely. And what we we may just also have, Rishi, is our 2013 Formula 1 podcast awards list. Woo! Uh, just a little reminder, if you have a certain category in mind, you can always send it to us. Uh, there are links below this podcast that you can hit and reply to us. Kunal Shah will do the editing bit because, you know, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Rishi Kapoor. Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor get together for Inside Line F1 podcast. Week after week, Formula 1 it is.